What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, podcast edition of The Lawn Feed. Um, For those of you listening over on the podcast, cheers to you. We appreciate you listening in. For those of you uh, watching us on YouTube, thank you for watching us. Make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us on all of our uh, other social media channels, the YouTubes, the Instagrams, the TikToks, etc. And then check us all out on our website, www.thelawnfeed.com. Dot com. The, today's episode is going to be a little bit different, a little bit special one for us. Um, we, we are bringing in a guest, a, a friend of ours, um, Paul Covista, the president of Twin City Seed Company, local to me here in the Twin Cities up in Minnesota. Um, and kind of to, to have him tell, tell his story, uh, tell, you know, kind of broadcast what Twin City Seed has to offer for everyone listening in um, and, and so on and so forth. So we are very, very excited to have Paul on. Uh, so, so welcome aboard my friend and, uh, welcome onto the podcast. Um, as always alongside us, uh, is Andrew from the dad bod lawn and Vince from rooted lawn co. Um, so if you haven't followed any of those, including twin city seed, um, on social, go follow them and get them into your, your, uh, your following group if you would. So without further ado, we are going to pass the baton um, over to Paul. He is also a dad. We like having dads on. We like having parents on. And he's going to pass the, we're going to basically let him take the reins on the dad W's, the dad L's that we have pretty much every single day in life as parents, right? So we, we try to collect as many W's as we can. And a lot of times we fail and fall flat on our face with a lot of L's. So um, Paul, I'll turn the ball over to you. Uh, of course, welcome to the show. Uh, we're happy to have you, but yeah, let's open it up with, uh, some, some dad W's and dad L's from, from your side. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on your program. Um, I do, I have two dad wins and one dad loss today. Um, my first dad win is I mow my lawn with a commercial, 36 inch mower that is too large (laughs) for my younger two daughters to mow with. So I bought them a walk behind self-propelled. And so I mow certain parts of the lawn and they take care of the rest and they're learning how to stripe and they are super proud and they want to mow as much as I want to mow. So pretty much out there at the same time, they want to wear, the headphones with the music and so i bought a couple more pairs of those and i've i put a lot of so- pictures on my personal social media about that and so that makes me happy and they're they're part of what i'm passionate about um my other dad win is today my my oldest daughter she's 12 uh, maggie she's been at a camp this week and she came home with the biggest smile on her face and said that the challenge today at camp was to start a fire and they could do it any way that they wanted to do it they got their materials and there was 25 kids 
and she said, I made a teepee just like you do in your fire pit, dad. <laughs> and I'm the only one that successfully started a fire. Heck yeah. That's, that's sweet. awesome. <laughs> so happy. She's like, it kept going for more than five minutes and nobody else could even hardly get smoke. That's so awesome. that made <laughs> me very happy. And, and I'm a firefighter too on the side. So I'm, oh, nice. I've been on for almost 10 years as a volunteer firefighter. So I like starting them, but I also like putting them out. So um, that was a big win today for sure. That's sweet. Um, and then my, my dad loss is, um, so I, I, I like to get, we have a, a woods at our house and I like to give our girls some different jobs out there. And this spring, um, I kind of, I cleaned up the woods, rented a large wood chipper, basically just chipped up a lot of the um, dead trees that would make the woods not safe for my girls to play in and hanging, uh, you know, widow makers and things like that. So we cleaned everything up, big mulch piles. We have a, a fun Halloween trail every year, a terror trail that we put together. So I want it safe for that too. So basically I, I asked my two girls throughout the summer, Take those wood chips, wheelbarrow by wheelbarrow, make a path that is nicer than what we've had before. So I was gone yesterday, and they went back there in the hottest, pretty much the hottest day in Minnesota, and they couldn't find the pitchfork. <laughs> and so they improvised, but the reason they couldn't find the pitchfork is because I hide it in a certain spot in the garage so my youngest doesn't find it and my four-year-old doesn't get hurt so they it took them a long time just to get two wheelbarrows done because i had hidden the pitchfork <laughs> and i felt really bad about that and they were just drenched with sweat from head to toe and they only got two wheelbarrows done so for the greater good. good yeah for the greater right. good it was hot too. That's for sure. I yeah. can attest to that. That was sticky. Paul, so tell us a little bit about what Twin City Seed is, their function, um, and I, you know we'll we'll learn a little bit about more of the history here in a sec. But but what what do you guys do? Okay, so Twin City Seed, I would say, is the go between or basically a distributor from the companies in Oregon, uh, Washington, Canada, some, some vendors overseas. We are the in-between. Uh, we sift through um, the best cultivars and varieties out there and pick what we want and offer that to our customers. And, and who, who, who is your customer? Well, so loaded question. Yeah, no, I mean, so, I mean, and I, a lot of people don't know this, but I mean, Twin City Seed, 50% of our business probably is, is the farm side. So we go farmers, um, uh, municipalities, public schools, um, 
contractors, big to small, just your small landscaper to your huge landscaper, um, pretty much business to business is the core and then end consumer. Is that's awesome. New. Is the newer part. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. We'll, we'll get to that. I think in a little bit too. So, uh, so Paul, I was perusing your guys' website today, uh, and I was in the press release section, which your website's beautiful. I really like how it's done. I think you guys have done a wonderful job with it, presenting your guys' company and what you have to offer. Um, but in that press release section, I saw that you guys are celebrating 30 years as a company. Uh, can you kind of just talk us through the history of Twin City Seed and, you know, the evolution and how'd you guys get to where you are now with, you know, you being the, the main, the main guy? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And I, and I have to give a, a shout out to the founder of Twin City Seed is his name is John Glatley and John Glatley has been in the seed business or was in the seed business for almost 50 years. And he started on the East coast out in Buffalo, New York with, when, when his father was in the seed business and turf grass industry. Um, long history there. Um, basically, he ran, so Northrop King used to be a big player in grass seed. And he, he, he ran and head up, was the head of that division here in Minnesota, which covered the whole United States and had some, um, feelers international also. So when Northrop King was strong in grass seed, he ran the whole show for that. Um, he, he spent eight or nine years out in Oregon where all, most of this grass seed has grown. So he's been, he was in the production side. He got to know the farmers. He got to know all the producers, all of the companies out there. He was a founder in getting started the Lesco company, which is not the mm -hmm. Lesco that we know now. Okay. It was the original Lesco company. So he's been involved in all facets of the industry. Um, and basically, um, my background before I got to Twin City Seed is I grew up in a smaller town in Western Minnesota, grew up around agriculture. My dad spent 30 years as a uh, regional sales um, district manager for Pioneer Seed. So I grew up around agriculture, went to school for agriculture and got a degree in agronomy. And then I stayed and got another degree in turf management. Um, after that, I jumped right out of college into a private golf club here in the Twin Cities and worked there and worked. We had close to a $2 million budget. So we had the best of the best of everything. We had the best cultivars, the best equipment, um, you know, the best fertilizer, basically high maintenance. Um, and then I stayed there for a while, did a stint in the landscaping business, thinking about starting my own company in that. And then I happened to meet John Glatley at a trade show at the Minneapolis um, Convention Center. 
and we started talking and basically he hired me as a sales rep and he took me under his wing and he was my mentor and when it came time that he was ready to retire um, I took a run at the company and uh, this I'm in my fifth year now of owning Twin City Seed so I learned a lot from him in all facets of the industry not just uh, not just selling but really where it comes from and who produces it so now I'm at the helm I'm the owner and president so and what uh, what's changed since you've taken over uh, is there anything anything any big differences or is it still kind of standard operations as it was well, we, we definitely, so I, I had an agreement with John to stay on for a year and possibly two if I needed him, uh, kept him on for a year to try to maintain the customer base that we had. And at that time, our full customer base, we were a hundred percent wholesale. So we were selling to contractors, cities, counties. DOT, golf courses, um, public schools, basically those were our customers. And then our other big segment was our retail side, which we would repackage and brand seed for nurseries, garden centers, farm stores throughout the five state area. Um, the big change is in um, this winter, I decided that um, Twin Cities Seed need, needs to take the leap into the e-commerce world. So we, we hired a company to help us put together a full e-commerce website. So we can go direct to the consumer. And the main goal in my mind was to bring the best cultivars and varieties on the market to the end consumer. Because um, one thing I identified a long time ago was that we, we love our retailers that are out there that we package for, but they have a hard time selling the high-end seed because the cost is so much and you can see what what your cost is on the website right now if you go there and look and if we sell it to them and they have to mark it up it gets almost out of reach sure. and um, it's just not competitive on the shelf um, unless we start coating our seed and doing all these other tricks to bring the cost down, we just can't be competitive. So you brought up a good point. Like you have, uh, you wanted to have the best cultivars on the market. Um, so what you're saying is not all seed is the same, correct? Correct. Okay. 100%. So, okay. So really, um, <laughs> so, so you have the best cultivars. You want to be the best in the game. Um, what, what can you tell homeowners? Uh, a little bit more in depth about like what's the difference between a big box store seed versus your seed um, like like things like the different tags the blue tag yellow tag white tag so can you can you hit on any of that 
Sure. Oh. Yep. Yep. And I can I can start with with blue tag, and I um, I, I brought a whole bunch here. <laughs> <laughs> make them rain. Make blue. it rain. Yeah. Right. Right. Make like it sticky. rain. Blue tags. Are they like <laughs> sticky notes around your house? Up? Yeah. Um, and then I did bring one yellow tag. So is that like the golden ticket for Willy Wonka? It looks like. Yes. It. <laughs> I should have a golden ticket for Twin City Seed. Nice. <laughs> um, um, but I like I sit here right now and I look at these tags and I grabbed maybe one um, percent of what we have, and we we keep we keep one of these tags of every seed lot that comes in. But I'm proud of that because it is more expensive. It is a uh, process that most of these are Oregon certified tags. So there's a process in Oregon where the fields, even before the field gets planted, you, you, you go to the Oregon um, Department of Agriculture and you say, we're, we have this field or we're going to plant this field. This is what we're planning. We need you to come out and certify that what we're planning and it's a certified seed stock that they're actually plant that field with that that in fact is what we say it is and the one i'm looking at here is after midnight kentucky bluegrass um, and then there's a lot of steps through that process too where it gets inspected again during the summer where they come out and see how are you doing on your weed control how are you doing on other facets of the quality of that field and before it gets harvested it gets looked at one more time to make sure okay i don't see, we we don't identify any noxious weeds in here we don't identify so it's already getting kind of that um stamp of approval hey, so what is a noxious seed what, what, noxious, what so noxious seeds are like invasive species that can take over that and it's mostly related to agriculture where we don't a big one is like palmer amaranth so basically one plant one palmer amaranth plant can have like over three million seeds on it and it will as it starts taking over there's no control method for it. There's not really any herbicide, selective herbicide that's going to knock it out. And like, so around here in Minnesota, they have to literally go out there and burn them with torches, mm -hmm. burn them to the ground. So it's all handwork. And so that's another reason to go and get a blue tag, because if you're saying it's that hard to control and you go and throw down a, a lower quality seed, you can have these weeds in your lawn that even uh, non-selective herbicides going to take care of so it's either fire or, or what like glyphosate or something to take care of it yeah yeah and then well on. correct correct so, yeah and and, and i and I, I should expand a little bit more on so the the certified part really just means that we are certifying that that field that you're going to harvest and whatever you get out of that let's say you get one million pounds that that is after midnight kentucky bluegrass and and we will let you bag it with that and we will we're certifying and basically 
you have proven to us that that in fact is after midnight and um now you can tag it as such so it's 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 to the consumer they that is the first line of proof that you're getting what you want otherwise i can i can just tag a bag after midnight and tell you that it is and it it in fact isn't after midnight hmm. which i'm it, sure it, there's it, none of that going on huh right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was that that was a big eye opener for me and, and paul you and i talked about this when you know you gave us the tour on that as, on your facility it was just <clears throat> there's such a big difference to the general consumer to the average consumer of like all of the grass seeds that are available don't just go buy the $24 bag, right? For a whole bunch of reasons other than what you just listed. But on that, you don't necessarily know what you're getting because the average consumer doesn't take the time to actually just go look at the label. They just go and see a XYZ brand because it's well-known and it's not necessarily the best option for them. So taking the time and and educating yourself is, is big. Right. And, and, Paul, and what is the difference finding... between the yellow and the blue tags exactly? Okay, so then the yellow is a next step up. So typically, okay. if it's a blue tag, it, that's going to mean it's certifying the variety, the cultivar. It's also typically you can get certified zero zero. So that means zero crop, zero weed. So you you can actually, and this is where it gets tricky too. You can have a field where you can get it certified, after midnight certified, but it may not be zero, zero. It's still just saying that that field is in fact after midnight, but it still may have some crop and it may have some weed. What we do at Twin City Seed is if I'm gonna buy certified seed, I'm gonna have certified zero, zero. Now, if we want gold tag or yellow tag, we, we call it both in the industry. The next step up is what they do is they take a bigger sample. So they have to take a 25 gram sample, which opens it up to find more weeds and more things. And if you can pass that test, then you get the gold tag, yellow tag certification. And that is what all of our sod growers they demand that so i have to provide them with a test they have to get a bag with a certified tag on it with a yellow tag on it and also with a test that shows that the sod they call it sod quality exam which is a 25 gram sample um, has passed and then typically so I take all of this to the next level. You know, I trust my vendors, but when it really comes down to, you know, I'm working on a 16,000 pound sale right now to a sod grower here in Minnesota. I am going to make sure that what is blended up for them does not have a single um, seed of POA, doesn't have a single seed of anything. And so I'll test that one more time. So I'm, I'm giving them like 
two tests, you know, plus basically everything I possibly can to prove that it's, it's going to be good. Otherwise they have to, they have to put more chemicals on, they have more mm -hmm. input and they have to try to control it. And they could have just started out with the best seed to begin with. So is that uh, Willy Wonka gold, golden ticket sod quality, is that available to everybody on the e-commerce uh, website? Or is that limited to only certain people that you supply in mass quantities for big projects? Um, I guess, do you guys restrict what kind of grassy and purity um, that you can actually sell to an in individual? We, we don't. So um, our, my, on the turf grass side on e-commerce, everything that we sell individually right now, individual cult cultivars, whether it's perennial rye, tall fescue, creeping red fescue, um, or Kentucky bluegrass, that's all certified zero, zero. Some of them are sod quality. We have not currently taken those pictures of the sod quality tags, but we, we, we had enough time to get the cert tags on there. So my goal is, and, and right now, so I'll have a meeting in at the end of October is when all the companies come from all, all around the world and we meet in Kansas City and we have basically three to four days of meetings and it's everybody is there and we meet with our vendors and we start talking about what we need for the next year and I, that's when I say and try to predict like I need you know 2,000 pounds of this variety gold tag and they write it down and it's I, I got it like we're good um so it's hard i have to predict that stuff um mm -hmm. sometimes we run out that's that's why you know some of my competitors in e-commerce they run out all the time um because you you take some risks going either way um, but my goal is to have as much as I possibly can gold tag. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so a uh, question for you. Um, I know the answer, but most don't because I would, I had no idea what it was before we started our, our chats. Um, I would post something online and get just attacked by all of these people, the, the, the pollinator lovers, right? Um, it, why on earth would you be doing this on a lawn, right? Then we go on to a tour of your facility and on your website, and you have a bee lawn. Uh, talk to us a little bit more about that. What the heck is a bee lawn? Uh, why is it considered a bee lawn? What what does it do? And uh, you know what 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 benefit can it can it bring? Sure. Is that the I, black yeah. and yellow tag? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Sorry. there's another idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yes, we are very proud of that. And, and I'll, I'll preface the explanation of Beelon with, I, I want, I will always try to carry as many products as the consumer may want. So what, mm -hmm. we're, what we find, so before we entered the Beelon into our offering, 
I was in the landscaping business. So we found out that, you know, around your house, a lot of people like a well manicured lawn. They may have some areas outside of that that are not irrigated areas that you could have native grasses areas that you could have a bee lawn. Like we want to offer that full gamut. It's not necessarily like I'm going to turn my whole lawn into a bee lawn but there are areas that you might want to that that it fits so we have a lot of different products um, native products and the bee lawn is the one that we have focused on so I brought on uh, the researcher that developed that bee lawn mix from the University of Minnesota James yeah. Wolfen and he is now on our staff and um yeah i can't tell you exactly what the bee lawn sales are but there are just as many passionate people about wanting that as wanting a well manicured completely clean of weeds lawn oh yeah they uh they come out in the comment section on TikTok, so we're we're well familiar <laughs> with that crowd. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so so what? Okay, so uh, what is what makes a bee lawn a bee lawn, right? So like you mentioned, kind of like the outskirts of like maybe an outside of a well manicured lawn, but like could someone literally replace a lawn with what you have as a bee lawn? Like what makes a bee lawn a bee lawn, and why is it? Yeah. You know what? Why why is it a popular choice, or why is it a beneficial okay. choice? Yeah, you you can replace your whole lawn for sure. So, uh, the the most of the bee lawn mix is a four way fine fescue mix, and then there's a smaller percentages. The, the we'll call it the original bee lawn. There's three flowers that James studied at the U that are low growing. Um, that attract more than 50 different bee species. Basically, it, there are more flowers now that we're identifying too, but those are the first three and best ones. But the advantages to a bee lawn, there are some disadvantages too, but the advantages to that mixture as a whole is that you could really just mow once a month it's the fescue, the fine fescues, completely different than tall fescue. Fine fescues are slow growing, mm -hmm. drought tolerant, don't need any fertilizer. We recommend no fur, even if you get a soil test, when you plant the bee lawn, I recommend no fertilizer. It actually has a, in my opinion, and in, in some of the studies, it has, in most cases, a negative response to fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Fine fest does not want to grow fast. It just, you just kind of let it be and let it figure out its own environment. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> the negatives are like, if you have, um, I'm not concerned about bee stings, but if you have kids and you have dogs, this mixture will not take traffic. It will mm. not take weekly mowing. It will not, it does not want to be mowed at three inches. This is much better at four and a half, uh, once a month, maybe just kind of just let it do its thing. Um, if you, so if you, you said fine fescue, so does it have to be in a shaded area? Cause most fine fescues are, you know, that's where they do 
most of their growing is in like shaded environments is this is this any sun shade whatever it will do well in all okay. yep yep and even the flowers will will do fine you know most flowers like the sun too these particular three do great in the shade um, um and and the, this mixture will do good in sand to heart heavy clay um, it basically covers the gamut for soil types too but it, it will do fine in full sun you know someday i'd love to have some property and i only want to maintain so much of it i feel like this would be a great thing to do just on the outskirts of where i have my nice grass that i maintain kind of like mm -hmm. a nice transition into like a wooded area um kind of maybe cut down on the mosquitoes a little bit in the area that i hang out in because it's not you know too long or whatnot but no, I think that's a great option for people that you guys offer that. I've never heard of that before. So, yeah, yeah, and we're seeing a lot of people, at least here, like here in like Minnesota and Wisconsin, it's fairly common for quite a few people to have cabins as their second place to go, and wherever there isn't a lot of traffic from your kids and activities and everything else, you just plan it and let it go and you might not even have to mow it once a month huh. um, and you definitely don't have to irrigate it so it's all drought tolerant it's it, it really is it it is very simple the, the the key is i would say the first month establishment is the key so you do have to give it some water when i say no water that's after mm -hmm. it's established mature that's a good yeah. point well so i try to make sure people know that like you know and it gets a little tricky too when you do have you know a bee lawn on the outskirts and you have your you are going to end up getting some creeping charlie in there you are i mean there's nothing that you can you need to start out with a clean slate you can use miso you know you can use tenacity whatever you can use some of those things before you go and you'll you'll be better off um, but eventually yeah. it, you know if a dandelion gets in there or something uh, that that can be one of the downfalls or or it can be difficult to kind of clean it up makes sense but most people don't care at that point because right so what if there's uh, you know, even if it's creeping Charlie, that's flowering, that actually attracts mm -hmm. a bee. Um, yep, you can you're doing it for the bees. So yeah, you can keep it out of your lawn. So you just got to make that start line. And when it encroaches, you spray it. Well, now I'm going to refer every single hater, lawn hater to Twin City Seed for the bee lawn, right? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them. They come in, they come in herds. Um, and we're going to get rid of the hashtag no lawn and switch to hashtag be lawn. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. go. Start yeah. a movement. Let's do it. Let's start a movement. That's awesome. One of the big differences between Twin City Seed and a lot of the other seed companies out there that are going direct to consumer is we have relationships with more than 10 different vendors. So we are not just pulling from one company in Oregon and hoping that they put out the best varieties on the NTEP. 
So what I believe, and I'm trying to add vendors all the time. I just added one last week called Bailey Seed because they have two new perennial ryegrasses, Fireball and Hattrick. I called them up, currently not working with them. They are awesome in the end tips. They already sent me samples for certain people to try. And so we're constantly identifying and I am cold calling these companies to pick what I think should be in the market. Now, if I just had one vendor, I get what they put out. That's it. So the end consumer, if you want a mixture, and this is another thing we're going to eventually do, you just pick. You say, I want 25% of Fireball. I want 25% of this bluegrass. I want 25% of Mazama. Whatever you want, we will mix that up and send it to you. So if you identify a variety that you like, we, I want to have it for you. I hope the grass version of Fireball is a lot better than the alcoholic version of Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle it in moderation. <laughs> what I, cultivar was that again? What's that? Perennial what cultivar rye. was that again? Perennial rye. Perennial rye. Yep. Okay. I like the hat trick one. That's very <laughs> fitting for the hockey in Minnesota. Yeah, right, right. Yep. Yeah, so when those, when the NTEPs come out, my employees and I, we we scour everything and we're, we're kind of looking at it even more now and um, getting in front of these vendors and seeing if uh, we can carry it. So up until one of our biggest sellers is Mazama Kentucky Bluegrass. And up until last year, we had not had that variety. And yeah. I called mm. that, that company is Vista Seed. And I called them and we had a conversation. I met with them in the fall at that Western Seed Association in Kansas City. And basically now I can, their full lineup of seed, I can pull anything from that in any quality that I want. So for example, Mazama was blue tag, yellow tag, both. And I think I still have 14,000 pounds. Wow. That's so awesome. kind of the gist of what I'm hearing is um, if there's anything out there that you hear is an awesome variety that you think people are gonna love, even if you don't have a relationship with them, you're gonna try to form one and add them to your list of vendors that you can, you know, present to people. Is that right? Yeah. I kind of want to have everything that everybody yeah. wants. And I there's nobody else really like this in the country that has as, as many um, options as I do right now. Well, it's a one-stop shop. And I think with your e-commerce <laughs> that you guys have thrown into the mix here, I think that's amazing people from all across the country like you know vince and i are not nowhere and we're, we're states away but i mean i'm not going to drive to minnesota to get a bag of grass seed <laughs> so that's really awesome that you guys can offer that to people especially with um, like what you're saying so yeah and i want to hear from viewers what they want like th this may be my first opportunity to ask that because um, i have not asked that on our own social media channels but 
I would like to know, because I know people are scouring the NTEPs and whatever else, um, you know, research they're looking at, let me know what you want to try. Um, and I can always get some of it and, uh, you know, maybe not 14,000 pounds of it, but, uh, we can get some. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so, so yeah, the, the e-commerce site, I know you touched on that. Uh, you're available to everybody. Um, I shouldn't say everybody you're, you're available to what the domestic U S North, like, where, where, where are you shipping? Yep. Uh, we're shipping to the 48, um, on e-commerce. We can ship, um, we have shipped to Alaska and Hawaii through our Amazon channel. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Mm -hmm. also we can ship if people call us, we can ship to Alaska and Hawaii. Um, we have been shipping to Canada also. Uh, we ran into a little bit of a, some customs issues yeah. where there's a little more documentation that we have to have. We did get quite a bit up there and we provided the right documentation, but we're going to take a pause and I'm going to figure that out so it's more seamless. Um, we'll figure it out this winter and then we'll offer Canada again. You mentioned having the blue tag, the gold tag, the importance of that. Uh, a little early on, you mentioned um, the NTEPs. Uh, can you give us like an elevator speech, like what the NTEP is? And sure. Why it's important. Yep, yep. So I like research, and I used to be an agronomy um, research assistant and then was bumped up to uh, more of a, a research lead Um in earlier years of my life and some internships. So I understand research and I know how it can be manipulated. And the reason I like the NTEPs and the biggest thing about the NTEP to me is that those NTEPs are basically the same trial of turf grasses at many different locations throughout the United States. And so if you're in New York or you know, it might be the biggest buzz on the internet is like, you got to get this Mazama. And well, it's been tested out on the East Coast and it was not good out there. So you can really tailor it to your area instead of just taking somebody's word um, on, a, on a site or, or, or even taking our word. Like, I don't, I, I want to be, Twin City Seed wants to be um, open and honest about what is going to work in your area. So the NTEPs really get into, I mean, the researchers are looking at those, uh, the same trial, uh, the same data points, they're all scoring the color and quality. Um, My biggest comment about the NTEP when people are looking at it and consumers are looking at it is the what my vendors tell me, and I, I, I love how they state this, is if you make first page, typically, on an NTEP, it's good. And why they can state that is if you look at the LSD factor, the least significant difference factor, and it's at the bottom of every page, 
it will give you that number. So let's say, let's say the number one variety on that first page was a seven and the LSD is a 0.5. If all of those on that first page are within that 0.5, so if they're 6.5 to seven, they are not statistically different. So if you say, we got the best one, it's number one, it is not statistically different. So I could have a variety that is number 27 on the list, for instance, on that first page, that is just as good statistically as that number one. So people get, um, yeah, we get inundated with statistics and kind of manipulated with it all the time. But my my vendors are all their goal is to make first page because they now just, what characteristics does the NTEPs actually touch on? Uh, it gives it different ratings for different categories, right? Correct. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, it gives. And what, what are the? Big, I guess what, <laughs> let's focus. Let's, let's focus on the big ones. Like, what, what do people look Search, at? Search like, quality uh, would be a big one. I know in in the consumer world, it seems like um, color. So, sure. how dark is it? Seems to be um, disease resistance for sure. In a lot of areas in the country, some areas in the country don't have to worry about it quite as much. But if it's gray leaf spot resistance whatever resistance to diseases so you don't have to buy fungicides and um, that's big um, cold tolerance is a big one in our area winter hardiness mm -hmm. um, yeah then they, they get really deep yeah. into like wear tolerance and right and drought tolerance and shade tolerance all that stuff yeah yeah cool yeah that's cool yeah you guys listening uh go check out the type in Google, uh, the NTEPs and take a look at some of those. Uh, you can see what he's all talking about. Um, it's really exciting stuff. I, I briefly looked into the NTEPs when I was trying to choose my seed and just, just gaining an overall better knowledge of grass seeds and the different cultivars and what's good, what isn't and stuff like that. So that little kicker of the percentage and the statistical value, that's actually really cool to know. Um, I didn't know that before. And when we say NTEPs, um, it's the letters N T E P S. So it's don't type in like E N T E P S. It's it's not a word. It's a it's an acronym, right? So, right. Yeah, National Turf Grass Evaluation Program, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. So right? Chris googled it. So there, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there it see, is. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Chris learned cool. something. So I love it. We we hit on uh, your e-commerce site. We hit on that you guys can ship all over uh, the U.S. now. Um, you can buy it on your website. Um, are you guys offering any deals right now? Any like, you know, 5% off, 10% off any of your seeds? I know a lot of people are going to be wanting to do their seeding this uh, this fall coming up. So do you guys have anything going on? Yep, we do. Just August 1st, we started 10% uh, off all turf grasses. So that, that would be individual species and and our blends. And then um, another coupon code you can put in for free shipping if you spend $75 or more. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's pretty big. That will probably. That's awesome. That will go for quite a while. I don't, I don't have an end date for that. Um, trying to, <laughs> TBD, trying to yeah. clear out the warehouse. All right. To, while supplies last. There you go. Right. There you yeah. go. 
that's uh that that's awesome um and and yeah that's that's actually bigger than i think you just made it right 10 percent off plus if you get anything over 70 dollars and on elite grass seed you'll probably get that right um which is which is a big cost savings to the to the consumer so definitely look that up especially for all these you know fall projects and that are coming up there's obviously a lot of you who are planning on doing that so that is so um, much closer than I thought it was too. Holy moly. It's it's literally like go time. Yeah. A week. I, yeah. I got to start planning <laughs> now. Yeah. It was like a hundred degrees here and today it was cooler and I'm like, ah, it feels like fall. I'm like, dang, Uh-oh. it's August. Fall's like next month. I'm like, ugh, yeah. got to plan for that. Yeah. It's coming up starting quick. like in a couple of weeks, guys. It's crazy. Yeah. It, Tell me yep, about it. It's, it is go time. It's there. Yeah. Well, it's snow on the ground before we know it, but shh. Um, got to get through the good part the good part it's coming mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm telling you uh no no that's good so well this this has been really fun and insightful um and I, paul i want to thank you and obviously i want to thank your entire team you guys have been awesome to to me you guys have been awesome to us um and it's been a pleasure to to kind of build this relationship and, and obviously have you guys on the show um certainly go and check out twin city seed um, at, at, it's twincityseed.com. I, I think it's as easy as that. Um, so go check them out. Go check the the plethora of options that they have to the direct consumer um, on Elite Grass Seed and awesome people. I can attest for that firsthand. Uh, if you want to know a question and if you want to learn something, uh, that is the right team to go and have a conversation with. So pick up the phone, give them a call. They will educate you on what is best for you. So you refer Paul, to their website wanna, too. Their website's yeah. awesome. Yep. Refer to that. Yep. So. Yep. No doubt. Don't, don't. No doubt. But Paul, feel free to call, please. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, Paul, I just want to thank you again. Uh, thanks for the time. Thanks for joining us. It's been a been a pleasure. But any, anything else to add before we wrap up? No, I would say just stay tuned to for next year because uh, they're probably my goal is to have forty plus new um offerings in wow. individual varieties in all categories so so what he's trying to say is y'all better watch <laughs> out because we're about to do some big things <laughs> so follow <laughs> twin city seeds have their website on lock and and make sure you're following along i'm i'm following along this is gonna be awesome yeah it's gonna be fun gonna be a fun time so yeah keep an eye on him for sure there's also thomas he needs his warehouse cleaned out so go go get some got some of that seating so we can make way for the big things ahead it sounds like a challenge <laughs> yeah, yeah clear the won't. warehouse challenge yeah. there, you go. Pallet there, you right. there you go so all right you guys well it's been a pleasure uh again thank you for listening thank you for watching and thank you for following us along uh this whole entire time and listening to us uh we will see you on the next episode on the flip side you guys be well stay safe take care bye now thank you see you you everybody